0: Well we want to just um have a round table discussion and um as my aunt Dolores used to say, "Take the mask off and I don't know that the message from Friday and yesterday i I pray that it compel you to to change your mind and and want to turn from things that you have been settling in hallelujah, glory to God and and i I want today segment is for us to um to take the mask off and and not only take the mask off but to destroy it and never put it back up again because a lot of times you know um christians we are good at hiding behind a mask you know, we can go to church and and praise God with a mask on and knowing that deep down and rooted down that we're hurt and we're dealing with some issues and we haven't come clean and we need to release. And I want to allow this segment for us to release it and come before the throne and ask God for forgiveness because I've been riled up in my spirit, man. And when I've been saying and I had a conversation with one of the sister, I was like, you know what? But this, this, this message has really um, got me thinking that perhaps I've been settling. You know, we're not even talking about settling in relationship. But we're settling with, with things that God has told us to do. And because of fear, we have not done what God told us to do. And so now we're blaming God. That we are in the position that we're in because we believe that God did it. No, God told you and he gave you some instruction. Glory to God. Amen. One thing I know about God, God wants us to know. And he said he will not have us ignorant of Satan devices. So he will give us instruction. The question is, are you following the instruction, my God? Amen. Glory to God. I know yesterday we had a Holy Ghost good time talking about Boaz and Bo- and um, Bozo. And, you know, I had a conversation with a, a reliable source and that was on the line. And he said to us, even when it comes to relationship, when um, a woman is looking for Boaz, but what if she has a Boaz and, and you think he's a Bozo? And that's because of your expectation. Oh, my God. That's that word again. Mm -hmm. Expectation. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. You may have a Boaz, but you think he is a bozo because of your expectation of what you think he should be doing. Oh, my God. Man, I wish I had several Mm. married folks or people who are in relationship was on this line because we get in trouble when we think the other person should be doing something. I often say Mm -hmm. we should when we are in relationship We should have our expectation on God. I said, if you want to minimize disappointment, then minimize your expectation of what you think that person should be doing. Glory to God. Amen. Our expectation should come from God. And and the reason why this, this message about not settling round table is so important today because so many people in the body of Christ. I'm not talking about the world because the world takes care of its own. But I'm talking about the body of Christ. They have settled because of fear. They have settled because of being impatient not knowing how to wait on god wanting everything and 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 i used the example on yesterday that how women when god created the the world and he had adam here here when he brought us on the scene everything was already done for us so that's why we always want what we want Because everything was already prepared and ready for us. We just had to keep his head straight, keep him helping him to fulfill the purpose of the land to be fruitful and multiply. Glory to God. And, you know, and that's why this message that she taught is so important because God is trying to get something to you. But along Mm. the journey, We've been making detours because desire is a force. We, You know what we do? We measure, we measure ourselves based on what we're looking, what someone else is doing. So then we go out and try to do what that person is doing. When God is saying, everything will happen in its time. And see, when we begin to measure ourselves up with them instead of measure ourselves in the word, the spirit of depression and disappointment comes in. And then you begin to settle and say, well, you know, I'm not good enough. You know, I don't deserve it. Well, my mama didn't have daddy didn't have sister didn't have. So I guess I ain't going to have no, we're going to break that right now in the name and blood of Jesus. God wants you to have more than enough because he's Jehovah Jireh. He is our provider. And until you get to know who you are in Christ Jesus, and the only way you can know who you are, you got to get in the one who knows you. And that is God almighty. You literally have to get into this word, this B I B L E the Bible. You got to read the Bible. I don't care if it's just a chapter a day. We give you tools that you can use to build yourself up. So you can get to know you and by staying in the word of God. And I literally mean when I say I stand on the word of God, sometimes you need something Physical in the natural so you can see it won't hurt you to take your Bible and stand on it and tell the devil me and my house. We're going to serve the Lord and I'm standing on the firm foundation mean that you are literally not only physically standing on the word of God, but you're going to spiritually stand on the word of God. So you won't settle. So you won't be a candidate of be foolery. You won't be a candidate of being baited by the enemy. One thing I know, the enemy knows what you like. And he will pack it up, put it all nice with bowls and smell goods to get your attention. And remember, like I said on yesterday, the counterfeit always come before the real thing. Always come. That's why we don't need to be ready. We need to stay ready. Just like the the virgins. Five was wise and five wasn't. We got to always stay ready because guess what? The devil is walking the earth to and fro, seeking whom he may devour. And there are so many Christians are falling to the wayside because of the impatient. I said to you on on last week, until we master James 1, 3 through 8. My faith is on trial, but we got to have patience. My God. And we cannot allow frustration to frustrate the grace that God has given each and every one of us. So today is a day that you can say, Father, forgive me. I have. I have been settling because of fear. I felt as though that I couldn't do it. Y'all heard my testimony that I was on a detour. And I got caught up in a relationship that I should not have. And I felt like I couldn't do it. And I was settling. That wasn't God's best for me. So I began to cry out to God asking him for help. Father, forgive me. And today is the day for restoration. Today is the day for, for restoring your, you back to God. If you've been settling, if you've been taking second best, and God wants the best for you. Sometimes you got to you got to get out of your comfort zone. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing, expecting a different result. You need to change how you've been talking. You need to change how you've been seeing things you haven't been seeing right. God wants the best. And if you don't invest in you, and if you don't love you, who's going to love you? That's why you need to know who you are so you won't settle for the less. You'll settle for God's best. And you won't be a Sarah and get in the way. You won't be a Moses and and never deal with the the deep-rooted anger that will keep you from the promise that God told you about. You don't want to be a told about. You want to be in it. You want to see it. Glory to God. And all the promises of God is conditional. You know what that means? That means it is based on your decision. Your choice. So today, I just want to open up the line for those of you who who have questions or, or concern and say, you know, Minister Matt, uh I I, I don't know. I, I I feel like I've been going around and circled in my emotions. Uh I feel like I have settled. God have told you to do something and you doubt it. Fear grip you, or you feel that you are incapable. I'm reminded of the testimony that I see the hands of God on my sister Tay's life. And she said, I'm not settling. I mean, she stirred something in me. We got to be bold as the lion. You got to draw the line in the sand and say, for God, I stand. Because we're getting in that that position. That they're going to say, do you love God? Are you going to take this. You got to be willing to allow your life to be taken. And we don't have the spirit of fear. We have the spirit of love of God. And a sound mind. Where we can make sound decisions. Right decision, And not emotional decision Where we'll settle for every win and doctrine. Well, we'll settle for whatever they are saying instead of what He, God Almighty, is saying. So if you in if you've been walking around not doing what God has called you to do today, you can ask God for forgiveness. If you have opened some doors. That you know that was contrary to the word of God, and you settled because you felt because you were in your feelings and you felt that you had to do it. Today, you can denounce that and confess and say, God, forgive me. And then you got to forget those things which are behind, and you press it's a fight. But it's a fixed fight knowing that you already won. Knowing that the enemy is going to come back and bring that back to your remembrance. But you got to say, go for me in Jesus' name. I'm not that person anymore. I don't receive that anymore. I'm a new creature. And it's time for you to walk in who you are. In Jesus name. So at this time. Anyone have any questions. Or uh, any testimony. Or anything about settling. Because God has a call on your life. And you got to be obedient. All the way to the cross. Amen. At this time I open up. For anyone. For any discussion.
1: Yes, um, good morning. I thank God for the message on this morning. And um, I would like to openly say that I was, you didn't ask anyone if they had any um, prayer requests. I don't know if I missed that portion of it because of the time that I came on the line. Yes. But my prayer request um, this morning would have been everything that you prayed about on this morning thus far. And when it comes to the question of, whether or not um, we are settling. I'll internalize that to myself, not just in um, personal relationships, I would say settling concerning um, my workplace where my boss, my manager knows my work and he uses it to his advantage and let others slide by. Um, I would also look at settling when it comes to Um, my child, as far as i enabling him and not allowing him to be the full potential person that God has called him to be based on the fear of him going the wrong way. Um, also, um, my field of nursing is not in the, it wouldn't be one where it's, um, dealing with people that have psychiatric disorders every day. But one of the things that stood out to me is something when doing my research um, since the last conversations and for a while now, is that I can personally say that dealing with a person that um, has has a narcissistic um, personality, if anyone, if you're writing anything down, um, I would ask for you guys to write down gaslighting because When a a person gaslights you, that's a form of manipulation that a person plays on your mind. It has you stagnant. They twist things around. It plays with your mind, making you think that, you know, you're the person, you know, that you've done something wrong and all along is that person form of manipulation that has control over you. So in doing those things, um, when you're gaslighting, It does make you settle for less. It does make you feel like you're not what God has called you to be. It does make you have self-doubt. It does make you have a double mind waving back and forth. So I just thank God for um, the message. I thank God for the word. And I just thank God for just giving me another day to get it right. And also I'm coming openly before everyone on this line as well, asking God for forgiveness of my sin, and just asking God for strength to be removed from the present situation and to really live and trust and believe in him. Because when one settles, it also um, degenerates a person, it degrades a person, even though the mask that we wear as Christians are the mask that we wear as people. Is seen, but deep down inside, when you're in your personal quiet space, it's a very um, hurtful feeling. And once again, you need to learn how to get out the emotions. So I just thank God for the word, and I just um, pray for my strength in the Lord and to truly be all that He has called me to be. And I thank God for Sandra. I don't know if she's. I know she's on the line. She said something on yesterday saying that she understands, that she supports me, and I just thank God for her, and I just thank God for each and everyone on this line. Thank you
0: amen glory to god we thank god for you sister martha and we pray that you will walk in the vocation of the call of god that is on your life and that you will total surrender that you will total yield and it won't be a struggle it will be easy for you to do it because you'll total surrender to him and say yes god i surrender whatever it takes god whatever it takes lord god Nevertheless, Father, not Martha will, but your will be done in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Glory to God. Anyone else? Thank you. Sister Martha,
2: this morning. God bless you. And I pray that God give you the strength, give you the will to walk according to his words and not yours. To walk in the purpose and the grace which he has given you in Christ Jesus. Um, I'm just going to piggyback on what you said. So for me, it's about relational, a relationship. And and you realize that when you are in a relationship and you spend more time with that person, the more time you spend with that person, the more you get to know them. uh, You become close. It's almost like you have the, especially in a marriage, you spend so much time with that person, it's almost like you guys have the same heartbeat. And I know that it was a time in my life that when I was so close to God, and um, I had expectation, even though people would tell me that I couldn't and I wouldn't, but because I had such a relationship with God uh, and I expected Him to do things. And so I would write scriptures down and I would have them around, you know, like a computer at work. And they would tell me, well, you're not going to get promoted because you don't have this and you don't have that. But I would say, you like right, the first one should be last and last should be first. I would quote scripture and I would have them written all around me. Um, and then I had expectation. And during this time where I trusted God and I had this expectation and I started building this relationship with Him, things seemed to just happen. Doors seemed to open for me. But as I began to go on my journey as my career, um I stopped having that relationship with God because now there's more responsibility. There's more doors opening up for me. Right. So I just started depending on myself. And when I started kind of depending on myself, you know, I didn't spend as much time with him. The relationship went strong. I I didn't quite know him the same way as I knew him before. And so I, things start to happen to me in in certain times right and i couldn't understand why why these things happen to me why why am i going to these because i had gotten away from that relationship i had gotten away from trusting him and and the most part is being humble letting him lead me um it took me of course it's probably 10 years for me to rebuild that relationship and figure out it's not about you carla you need to Turn it back over to me. It's about God. You coming back to me and having that relationship. And I think I said it again on yesterday. It wasn't until I decided that, okay, Lord, I'm gonna turn this back over to you. I'm gonna spend more time to you and I'm gonna let you have but I'm gonna expect great things out of this relationship, right? I'm gonna expect more. Um, there was a time when there, uh, this thing followed me from one department to department, to department. I tried to get away with it, and not knowing that there had been a situation placed on me, what they would call blackball in the in the corporate area, I had no clue. And the thing was following me. And um, so finally, when I turned it over to God, uh, and I said, "Lord, you just handle it. I trust you." Lo and behold, this last manager that I had god moved him suddenly he got a call one night and he was moved but i had returned everything over to him you know my my feelings uh my anger and i started praying for him because i didn't know what else to do i didn't know what else to do but just to build start building relationship with god and relying on him and that's the same thing with your personal relationship with your spouse right um i'm going to just share some personal stuff because we we, we are family here Um uh, i remember when um, me and my husband, we, we were in the world just like everybody else and we party and you know we had a good time and we drank and there's just a time when the Lord said, okay, enough is enough. And I decided, okay, I don't want this anymore. I want to be closer to God. But my husband was still going about doing his things, still hanging out or whatever. And as I started going to church and I started spending more time with God, he started noticing, he was like, Mm-mm. it's a change in her, there's a difference. Um, and I also God had to humble me because as I started going to church, as I started spending time with him, I could call out all the things. So at that time I was calling my husband a bozo. I could point out all the things that were wrong with him. Oh Lord, he's doing this, he drinking, he doing this, and God said, I need to fix you, mm. not him. I need to fix you, not him. You need to change leave him alone you need to change so as i began to thought, and it was hard now because i'm like lord why do you need to fix me because I'm, I'm spending time with you i'm building my relationship i'm doing this he said some things in your heart that needs to change i need to fix you and i started to submit to god and i started to allow god to be the head of my life and lo and behold <laughs> he started to change he started to see the difference now my husband had been grow up a family that came from church every day. But so he he when I was going to church he wasn't necessarily going to church, but he would notice the difference when I didn't go to church and how I would act when I didn't say my word. He'd be like, Okay, you need to go to church and one Sunday I never forget. Um, I was getting up, me and the kids and we were getting ready to go to church because I never questioned him. I would, you know, ask him if he would say no and that would be it. Uh, but he started seeing the changes that I was that God was making in me, right? And um I I got up we were getting dressed and I saw him get up and I'm thinking to myself, well, you know, it's too early to go hang out. You know, he getting dressed, get dress. uh, we getting dressed. We all eating breakfast and, you know, we get ready to get in the car, you get the keys. And I'm thinking, well, where is he going? He's like, well, I'm going to church today. He wanted to figure out, well, where is all this change coming from? Where is all this change coming in? He started going little by little by little. And I continued to pray, but God continued to work on me. God continued to say, fixing me in the areas that I needed to be fixed in. So I'm going to say this, ladies. I think sometimes we do look at others and we have these expectations Because as I was looking at my friends, I was looking at other people, my family, and I was looking at what they had, and I didn't realize what I had in front of me. It wasn't until God started changing me that He started changing my husband. What I thought was a bozo into a boy. Hey. It was my expectation <laughs> of what I wanted and what I. Yes. It be. And then what God said, Well, you need to change, and i everything will happen in its time and it fell into place. And when he joined the church, ladies, it was the same thing. I was sitting there and I was thinking, You know, <laughs> the pastor had called and opened the doors of the church, and i was like, Well, you must be getting ready to go to the bathroom.
0: <laughs> Jesus.
2: But, uh, lo and behold uh i didn't even have a clue he got up and he joined the church on his own and not only did he join but my kids joined
0: with me so glory to god just trusting god and, and expecting greatness amen Thank you. glory to god what a mighty god we serve and you know one thing sister carla as you was talking i was thinking about the message that you did about ownership and a lot of times, you know, um, because we're in this world and and we go through things, we take ownership of the things that we go through. You know, some of us, we, we are being challenged in our bodies and we'll say, oh, my arthritis and oh, my hip. No, I'm learning to say, uh-uh, I don't belong to myself. So this belongs to you. God, this, Lord, you take this away because... I don't belong to me, and you're my master, you're my lord, so that means this belongs to you. So everything that we're going through we need to give it to God because he owns it <laughs> it's not your problem it's it God's is. problem it's not your situation it's his situation see we got to learn to, to switch and give it over to him and now you try to fix it and now you try to work it out I like something what sister Carla said she was looking with the expectation one way and God see when you start going to God and And asking God and praying about somebody else. God going to start telling you about you. (laughs) Glory to God. Because it's about you. He's trying to get the best you out of you. And a lot of times we go on people action and not their intention. Because only God knows the heart of a man. Amen. Glory to God. So we need to start giving the ownership back to God In every situation. Because it all belongs to Him. You'll get that as you continue to listen. Your life does not belong to you. When you say that you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. Then now He is your Master and He is your Lord. So everything belongs to Him. Everything pertaining to you belongs to him and we need to learn to give it to him and leave it to leave all the details to him and just believe just believe that it is so it is well and it's working together for our good amen glory to god we got we got one more we got a we have um we have um room for one more person if they would like to share this morning Glory to God. Amen. Well, if there's no other that would like to share, we want to say to you, you can ask God and say, Father, forgive me. Forgive me for, for settling. Forgive me for putting my mouth on the individually wrong. Forgive me for not seeing them right because the word of God said love covers a multitude of sin that means love only thinks nothing but the best so father god we thank you that we now can walk in love because we have forgiven and we won't settle and we are healed for real today we lay everything down right now at your feet and father god we declare today that whatever doesn't look like you that's still reflecting in us take it away. That is our heart cry because we want to be more like you. We thank you Father that we walk just like you and we talk like you because we have your mind we have your characteristic and Father God today we declare that we will no longer settle not in relationship we will no longer settle for even position um, job wise or whatever you have set before us. Because we want nothing but your best. Because you are king of kings and you are the lord of lord and we give you the praise today father we give you the glory and father we will patiently wait on you we will master patient lord god we will not frustrate the grace we will wait patiently on you and we'll put a praise on our lips as we go through this holy journey in jesus name amen glory to god